JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Bone to pick and just maybe something we need to sort out as a team because... What, I you feel, and me? I feel I was left in the lurch the other day. What are, what are you talking about? Well, what we did I miss? Well, we went, to, we went to lunch at the Bagara Beach Hotel. Yeah, it was fabulous. You, me, Anthony, who's coming to do dad jokes uh, in, in about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. We went for, it was an important business meeting yeah. with the big boss of them yep. and, and their manager. Grant and Jason, yeah. Yeah, so it was an important meeting. Yeah. And I was made to look like an idiot. I was well, made how? to look like a piss wreck. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Well, it's like, it's pretty early in the day, right? And we all go there and straight off the bat, I was asked, do you want a beer? And I'm at a pub. And so I said, yes. Of course. That's and the so answer. I have a beer. And then all the drinks get brought out. And yep. what does Jules order? I'll just have a lemon lime bitters, please. Anthony, <laughs> I'll just have a Coca-Cola. Hey. And then so both the owners, they yes. just got soft drinks too. Well, so then okay. I'm sitting there and I'm just the only. Can I defend myself? What? If I have a drink past, I don't know, uh, around midday, I'm going to fall asleep because that's the end of my work day. Yeah. So if I have a drink, I'm not going to fall asleep at the table. That'd be terrible company. Yeah, well, that's what made it all worse for me as well, because I was the only one to do that. <laughs> what else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? JB, did you have a school song growing up? Not that I remember. Yes? Not that I remember. I think we would have had something, but not anything we were all passionately behind. Not notable. Yeah, I had one and it was, yeah, not something we didn't really enjoy singing about. Yeah, I know the uh, deputy principal, Miss Schwenky, she... <laughs> Old Miss Schwinky. She said um, she, she had something for us, but we didn't take it in. So, Well, I have noticed Kalki State School have not only created a phenomenal school song involving so many amazing students. They also have a sheep that sometimes hang out in the playground. They also have that. <laughs> they have turned this school song into a music video. Take a listen. The Kalki drum. I'm astounded at the quality of this. I could listen to that whole thing all day. To tell us about it, we've got the principal from Kalki School, Melinda Finlay. Welcome. Hi. Good morning, Mrs. Finlay. Good morning. <laughs> now, can you tell us how this whole thi- how this whole thing started? Yeah, absolutely. So this year is really special to us because um, the Kalki Drum Band was actually formed back in 1972 um, by Mr. Barry Hoff. So our band turns 50 this year. Um, And so we were looking for something to do that was a little bit different that could capture how important the drum band is for Kalki. And, you know, as most people know, it's the logo on our shirt. It's, It's been a huge part of the community for a long time. So we wanted to capture it, but in a way that still... Um, included the whole school and, you know, obviously had the music side of things as well. Um, so I put my feelers out and I came across um, Josh Arnold, who's a golden guitar 
country music singer um, and he has small town culture. So he goes to lots of small towns and lots of small schools and works with students to um, write a school song and then put, can create the whole uh, video that goes with it. So we thought that was a perfect way to capture and celebrate 50 years of the drum band. It's just sensational, starting with uh, young Kimberly who sings that starting vocal, getting all the kids involved. How many people were involved? Was it teachers? Was it all classes? How did it all yeah. coordinate and come together? It sounds like a massive effort. It was. It was over three days. Um, so that whole thing was done in three days. Wow. Um, we had a, a core group of kids who were involved. So they were obviously the drum band um, and students who um, were interested in the vocal side of things. Uh, so the, for the first day, the kids actually wrote all those lyrics. So they worked with Josh and they had to brainstorm what was important about Kalki and what they valued about our school and our community. Um, and they wrote those lyrics. So it was a little bit of an on-the-go project as well because then when we needed to create the footage for that, it needed to match what was happening. But until we found out what the kids liked, we couldn't make plans. So... Um, it, it, it eventuated and changed quickly over three days. Uh, there was lots of after-school things happening and before-school things. So there's scenes that have the drum band in the cane fields. That's actually behind our school. That's part of our school. Um, and so we stayed back. Kids stayed back for the sunset, that sort of thing. The beach, we did sunrise mornings. We were down there before 7 o'clock in the morning. We were having Maccas on the way back to school. <laughs> um, if you're going to drag them out of bed, you've got to make it worth it. Yeah, you've got to yeah. give them a treat. <laughs> oh, it's, it's paid off tenfold because yeah. me listening yeah. to it, I feel like a bit of a pride for Kalki. I never yeah, went there. Yeah. Right? Never walked in the gate. Imagine the pride you'd feel as a student and as a principal. You must be so proud of it. Uh, well done. If anyone wants to see it, we'll share it on our Triple M Facebook page so you can have a look at the full film clip. But congrats to all of you and pass on our congrats from Triple M uh, to all the Thank students you. and teachers involved. You should be really proud. Yeah, they are. And when we played it for the first time for the whole school, they just erupted in an applause. <laughs> that, and it's... The views are just phenomenal. I think last night we were at 32,000. So. Wow, that's oh, awesome. Yeah, amazing, everyone amazing. is loving it and sharing it, which is fantastic. Amazing. We'll share it on our Triple M Facebook page. Keep an eye out for it. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. In my hot little hands, I've got a list of the weirdest, most quirky, confusing, head-scratching, real Bundaberg court cases over the past 12 months. Okay, so I'm just, I'm worried about what some of these are going to be. There's some odd stuff I know yeah. we've seen over the past year that has ended up in Bundaberg court, and you've done the deep diving to figure mm-hmm. out the top three worst. Well, the list is large. Some of the stories, while we don't condone anything that's happened here, Something just makes you think, how on earth did they get here? So, JB, I can't narrow it down. I've got three stories for you, but I would love you to rank them in your top three. So, without further ado, I'll give you a summary and you give us the top three. Okay, story number one. Okay, on a dare, a woman stole a bin from the toilets of Hinkler Central Shopping Centre in her shopping trolley. (laughs) What's (laughs) that? No so conviction some, was recorded. So someone dared her to steal a bin out of the toilet. Yes. Did it have rubbish in it? Um, it wasn't uh, wasn't reported. Unsure. Okay, weirdo. All <laughs> right. Don't know what bin. Maybe uh, the sanitary bin. I don't know. It's weird. Well, Confusing. It's dumb, isn't it? So she didn't get convicted of, but she had to face court. Mm-hmm. I, I reckon if you're the judge, you just go, "Huh? You're an idiot." <laughs> That's get one. Out of, here. One right, of three stories. Story number two. Another woman. She borrowed a blowtorch from her friend. But then it got stolen. So to make up for it, she headed to Bunnings in Kensington and stole a blowtorch herself. 
a blowtorch stealing exception. <laughs> it so just never her ends. Her friend stole a blowtorch, so mm-hmm. she went to Bunnings and stole a new one because she was out. Mm. So the blowtorch thief times yep. two. All mm-hmm. right, story number three. <laughs> All right, finally, a Bundy mum, uh, she stole COVID check-in posters at a Bundy laundromat, and when asked why she did it, she said she had no idea. What? <laughs> so she just went, oh, I don't know. Don't know why Gathered I did them. it. Felt like I'll just take them off, off the Up window. in the bedroom wall to, as a bit of decoration. So three stories with no sense to it. All women didn't intend to do that. But uh, a stealing a bin from the toilets of Hinkler, stealing a blowtorch because the first one got stolen, and then stealing check-in posters for COVID at a laundromat in Bundy. All right. In terms of... All right, I'll start at what I rate as the bronze medal. Yep. So at number three. Three. I will say... The blowtorch thief is really? third. Yeah, oh, well, it had twists and turns. They needed a blowtorch, <laughs> so I guess that would be number three. Um, okay, let's uh, hit second place. Two. I'd say the bin stolen at number two because really that it was a dare. So at least they went well. I was dared. So you'll do stupid things when you're dared. So Some people. I'm figuring out how you justify it. So number one, COVID check-in posters. <laughs> one because. What the hell are you doing? It's just nonsensical. So that, They're all nonsensical. I, I'm, I'm rating it in terms of biggest idiot. So I'm going, <laughs> at least the blowtorch thief. They obviously needed a blowtorch and theirs was taken. Bad reasoning. Second, the bin stolen. They were dead. So there's something there. The COVID check-in posters. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Convict them all. They're different, but they're ours. <laughs> JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. JB, we are busting some myths this morning. You don't have to go to Harvey Bay to watch some whales right here in our backyard. Yeah, it's right here. And that's it's something that's that's annoying Harvey Bay. It's always, oh, they're the whales. Well, you drive 15 minutes, you're at Burnett Heads, you jump in a boat, you go out an hour, guess what's there? Bunch of whales, big whale highway, 40,000 <laughs> of the buggers going along this thing every year. It's huge. And we're joined by the director of the Lady Musgrave Experience, Brett Lakey. Good morning, mate. How are you travelling? Good morning, team. How are we? Yeah, good, thank you. We had the best day out yesterday off the port there. You took us on the amazing whale-watching experience, and you also have an amazing track record when it comes to this. Yeah, it's good fun here. Luckily, you know, we're in a prime position. I think a lot of people who come with us understand, but those who haven't been with us, you know, we've got the Humpback Highway, which cruises, you know, obviously up and down the entire east coast of Australia. However, you know, when they come, they wrap around Fraser Island and head north to the reef. Bundaberg's in that unique position where it's, you know, it's the north end of Harvey Bay, and we get the whales coming and going, you know, up and down the coast here, and they're so prolific, and we get the, the young juveniles, the mature ones, and then the mums of the calves coming through as well. So it's just, just a perfect um, position. And since we started, yeah, like seven years ago, we've had 100% success rate in our whale sightings. That's just insane to me. Like, yeah. we managed to see not only some whales doing their things, but dolphins. They're a bit of show-off species, aren't they? Yeah, they're great. And we, <laughs> in the last couple of years, um, marine parks, we've been assisting those with research because we've had the short-beaked dolphin. It's a species they generally don't, uh, they don't find too far north. 
And um, it's quite interesting. We're getting you know new species of dolphins sort of come further north to come play with us as well. Yeah, it's it's just so exciting. There were so many kids there as well that were getting so excited about it. And as you would, of course. Yeah, as you would, of course. But to see kids out and about and seeing yep. th- seeing things and experiencing things. Well, putting of... their tablets and their things down and actually getting amongst nature. I didn't see one kid on a tablet. No, I didn't see one kid, which is a rare <laughs> sight. So it shows how exciting it is and a hundred percent success rate, mate. Do you mind on telling us how, how much? Uh, tickets like say a family or a single how do we get on board and when's the season go till yeah mate so we're now we're just coming in you know, the first couple of weeks of the season now so it runs through till the the end of the first week in october for us but from now through to the end of september it's peak like august is peak season it's it's unbelievable mate we get all the juveniles come through and they come over and mug the boat and mugging is when the, the whales come over to the boat and they'll spy hop and just stay with the boat for hours at a time yeah they don't just, they don't come on board they don't no bella <laughs> Balaclava of whales almost. coming on. <laughs> no, almost. You can, you can lower to the water, you can almost touch them. But you know, the encounters these people have and, and the, you know, the, the videos and photos and just the experiences and people who have never done it before, yeah. um, absolutely. You know, we've, we've got locals that have been out with you know, 60, 70, 80 times over the last you know, four or five years. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And so you'll see the enthusiasts. The enthusiasts are at the top. They know what mm. they're doing. They've got the good cameras And you'll there. hear them go. You'll hear them yell, <laughs> nine o'clock. And everyone's looking. There's a whale. Oh, Where's o'clock. the nine? Where's the three o'clock? I'm How do I read a I'm clock? I'm trying to figure out my <laughs> clock face. Uh, but if you want to experience it for yourself, uh, as Brett just said, all through August is peak time and so from now why not book in Lady Musgrave Experience search them on Facebook or Lady Musgrave Experience chuck it into your Google machine plus we've got a little shop front down there at Bagara so you can check it out opposite Bagara Beach Hotel good on you Brett thanks guys and we'll um, hope not to see you out again soon sounds like a plan to us what else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M Jules yesterday we took our staff meeting off site we normally do a once a week on a Wednesday the whole crew will get together We'll talk about how sales are going, what we're up to, all the different departments. And Ant-Man then, tells some dad jokes, sometimes yeah. not radio-appropriate. No, it's fun. they're inappropriate jokes. The boss freaks out. HR <laughs> sometimes called. Uh, but all in all, it's just to, just to catch up once yep. a week. Um, but once a month, what the boss likes to do as well is to try and liven it up by taking it off-site. So, I like this. Getting outdoors, getting a bit of vitamin C, it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea as well. We've been to Alexandra uh, Park Zoo yesterday. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to put this on the list of a place not to have a staff meeting. Really? You weren't on board? Really? Well, we've done it at Botanic What's Gardens. Nothing is wrong with the zoo at all. For we a saw Crunchy visit. the Qual just celebrate his fourth birthday. What else did you do? Um, we looked at the reptiles as well, yeah. tried to find the turtle, yeah. just chilling out. What it was else great did, time. What else did you do? Stood in the sun. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, all of those things are about looking at animals in a zoo, nothing to do with work. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell happened during that meeting. We walked into the zoo. Every bloody team member's off here. I'm looking at the dingo cage. Someone, Belinda's off having a look at the emus. Your God knows. The snake scared me. Yeah, you're looking in over there. Do you have any recollection of what the heck we did in the staff meeting? Absolutely not. I have nothing, but I can tell you. It was Crunchy, the Spotted Tail Squall's first birthday, and I can tell you what the dingo was doing up the back of the cage. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Jules are underway, the Commonwealth Games. Oh, so exciting. Yeah, the opening ceremony, it was on first thing uh, first thing this morning, and there's plenty coming up in the program. I think Lawn Bowls is first on the agenda. Oh, look out. Yep, Australia's pumping up for it, and our live correspondent from Channel 7 Sunrise, Mark Beretta. Barretts, g'day, mate. 
G'day, Bundy. G'day, mate. <laughs> so I think I'm still a long way from Bundy right now. Yeah, yeah. well, Birmingham, Birmingham England. <laughs> How is it there? Can you tell us about Birmingham? Yeah, it, it's it's cool, i got to say. It's an amazing place. We arrived on a Saturday, and um, our hotel is right on the, uh, the nightclub strip, and it's going right off. You know, the place just rocks. Uh, they know how to have a good time. And tonight they've thrown a nice, amazing opening ceremony. It's just been spectacular. So um, it, it's a cool place. You know, lots of, lots of young people. It's a big uni town, so lots of young people, lots of energy. Uh, many, many different races. It is a truly multicultural city. Uh, well, I've never seen so many different um, cultures in one place. It's quite incredible. Big Indian community. I reckon it's the best, best curry you'll ever have. is here better than India. Um, and big African community as well. And, um, big Muslim community, and it's, it's just a vibey city. It's a good place. Brett, what's the what's the most amped up sporting group you reckon you've seen there out of the Aussies? Oh, jeez. Um, well, I'd have to pick of the Aussies. I've got to say, probably, look, our netballers always rock along pretty well. So yep. they were going well. But the, the ones for me who just blow it away, and they've, they've just, just been out a little while ago, is the Africans, just the colour and the rhythm, and they are having a blast. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a... It's a good vibe, I tell you. It's amazing. 72 different countries in the Commonwealth. About 5,000 athletes here. And they're all just full of energy and up for a good time. So it, it's pretty spectacular. Yeah, I, I'm so excited for the Commonwealth Games. And Australia's in with a bit of a crack. What do you think? Uh, how do you think we'll go in the Games? Oh, we're going to have a red-hot crack. We, we are really, really good. Uh, yeah, we're, we're in a lot of some great form, some really good form. I mean, you look at our track and field team coming out of Oregon in the World Championships with a couple of gold medals in the bag, you know, and, and across the board, all our track and field athletes are doing well. We know how well our swimmers are doing. They're just rocking at the moment. So, you know, add that to our netball team, our, our T20 women's cricket team are the best in the world. Um, you know, we've just got some great talent. And the, the big target here, you know, and we could do it, is we're trying to win a 1,000 gold medals total, you know, since the Commonwealth Games started. So we're 66 away from hitting that. You know, normally the Com Games will pull close to 80 medals. So... That'd be a nice milestone from these games to notch up Australia's 1,000 Commonwealth Games wow. gold medal. Wow, How love spectacular. it. Well, uh, Mark Beretta, Barretts from Channel 7 Sunrise, we appreciate it, and we'll uh, get some updates from you throughout the games. Yeah, love to chat, guys. And wow. it's going to be a great game. I mean, they've really set the stage tonight, a magnificent opening ceremony, and you know the Aussies are in the stadium now, and they're just enjoying it, so... I'm going to duck back in. Yeah, go and enjoy it, mate. Don't let us <laughs> hold you up here in Bundy, and uh, enjoy. We'll be in touch. Pleasure to chat. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the game. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple M Bundy. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.